Somebody say praise the Lord. It's a great privilege to be here in the house of the Lord. It's only about 25 after 7. So, the pastor's gone. I should be able to take two hours, shouldn't I? Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. I'm only kidding. Praise the Lord. I've had a struggle today about two different messages. So I'm uh, hoping I've picked the right one. Praise the Lord. So we want to go to uh, Genesis chapter 32. We'll start there. It's a very familiar scripture. If you don't mind to stand for the reading of the word, I'll try to read this as fast, fast as necessary so you want to stand so long. And Jacob, in verse 24, Jacob was left alone, and there wrestled the men with him until the breaking of the day. And when he saw that he prevailed not against him, he touched the hollow of his thigh, and the hollow of Jacob's thigh was out of joint and as he wrestled with him. And he said, Let me go, for the day breaketh. And he said, I will not let thee go, except thou bless me. And he said unto him, What is thy name? And he said, Jacob. And he said, Thy name shall be called no more Jacob, but Israel. For as a prince hast thou power with God and men, with men, and hast prevailed. And Jacob asked him and said, Tell me, I pray thee, thy name. And he said, Wherefore is it that thou dost ask after my name? And he blessed him there. And Jacob called the name of the place Penuel, for I have seen God face to face, and my life is preserved. Let's all pray. We thank you. be seated. Well, Jacob said that I will not let thee go. So that could be why I chose this title, Don't Let Go, because of that instance in Jacob's life. Some things we come across in life are not uh, worth letting go of. Then, on the other hand, there are some things in life that we must let go of. 
You don't have to worry about giving up your friends when you start serving the Lord. They give you up. You don't have to let them go. They let you go. Because for the most part, they're not interested. Seemingly. We've probably all had things in our life that we didn't want to let go of. Sentimental things. Maybe it's not really valuable to other people, but it's valuable to us. I remember after my dad died, my mom gave me a grandfather clock that used to belong to my grandmother. And I wouldn't have took nothing for it, no amount of money. And he got, uh, she gave me his old mandolin. He always would get it at different times and pick at it. And that was one thing we could remember him by. And it, it may not have meant nothing to any of the others in the family, but that both of those pieces meant something to me. And then, and I didn't want to let them go, but then my house burned down. So I decided to let them go. I had no choice. But that was the end of that. And some things are just taken away. The Lord knows what he's doing in our life and in our experience with him. And it's, it's just a miracle that he allows uh, his mercy on our life. Sometimes you... Uh, have to let go of things that you, whether you want to or not and sometimes holding back uh, if something is in your life and it's holding you back from being what you should be for God then it's time to let it go if somebody some person is keeping you from being what you ought to be then you sometimes have to let them go and I don't mean this between husbands and wives at, at all uh some things, when, it, when you talk about that, you have to learn to endure trials. And, uh, you know, I'm talking about when somebody's in a church and somebody's not. You can't say, well, I'm going to let my husband go or I'm going to let my wife go. I'm not saying that. But if a person is stopping you from, from becoming all you need to be for God, sometimes you've got to let them go so that you can give your all to God. Don't let anybody or anything stand your way from becoming what uh, God wants you to be. I asked my neighbor one time if he'd like a Bible study. And his answer shocked me. He said, whatever she says. And it was really uh, disappointing me to me because I really wanted to teach him. But he said, whatever she says. Now, well, I wasn't asking her, I was asking you. And so, that's the way he was. He, he let his wife rule him. Now, this is another, that's another lesson for another time. But uh, I hate it for him because he never did let me come and teach a, him a Bible study. And so he died without the truth.
We have to learn to let things go that's lesser value. But hold on a second. This lesson is not necessarily about letting go because it, it is about not letting go. Not just letting go of things. Some things are necessary to let go of. But when you find something that's of great value, you don't want to let it go real easily. You hold on to it, right? And so, in Luke 15, 8 says, Either what woman, having ten pieces of silver, if she lose one piece, doth not light a candle, <coughs> excuse me, and sweep the house, and seek diligent till she find it? And when she hath found it, she calleth her friends and her neighbors together, saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the peace which I had lost. She was happy to find the valuable coin that she lost. When you get something valuable, you shouldn't let it go. And when you've got a hold of God, when you've got a hold of eternal life, you have the most valuable thing that you could attain in this life. And that's the Lord. And the scripture says, Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. The only thing valuable enough to hold on in this world is eternal life. If we miss that, we've missed it all. Once you get a hold of it, I can advise you, don't let it go. Once you get a hold of God, don't let him go. Sometimes the Lord may, some people allow the Lord or serving the Lord to become boring to them in their life. And so they don't dedicate themselves to the Lord like they should and they grow cold on the Lord. But the scripture says, Romans 14, 17, For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. That's the kingdom of God, and that's the valuable thing that we have got. Matthew 13, 44 says, go there if you want to again the kingdom of heaven is like a, unto a treasure hid in the field the which when a man hath found he hideth it and for joy thereof goeth and selleth all that he hath and buyeth that field So that's what the Holy Ghost is like, a valuable, valuable treasure. You have to, you have to have it. It's like the pearl of great price, and once you get it, don't let go of it. When Jesus comes walking down the road of our lives, you have a chance to get the power of God in your life. And every day we have a choice to have his power.
have his anointing by prayer and to keep it in our lives. Every day we make that choice. And so no matter what comes against you, don't take a hold of the plow and look back because the scripture tells us to remember Lot's wife. She looked back, turned to the pillar of salt. It's very easy to allow things of the world to pull at you and cause us to go cold and not be full of the Holy Ghost like we should. If you have a hold of the truth, hang on with your lives. The scripture says, buy the truth and sell it not. Because it is, it is for your life, for your soul, for your eternity. Will be determined because of whether you hold on or not. Jacob said, I will not let you go except you bless me. And it takes perseverance in this life to stand for the kingdom of God. That means hanging in there and keeping on when everything's against you. At one point in Jacob's life, he said, all these things are against me. When you cannot feel the presence of the Lord, and you cannot hear his voice, you don't know what to do, that's a scary time. One brother said to the Lord, he said, Lord, if I never feel your presence again, and you never bless me again, I'm going to serve you. He said it was almost like he heard, we'll see. So he went a year, never felt the presence of the Lord for one solid year. But he learned a valuable lesson. Don't open your mouth to the Lord. guy at work the other day said he's not of the, of the apostolic faith but he said something that scared me we're talking about an incident and he said he would not go back and work for this place a certain company even if he had to quit serving the Lord. And I told him, I said, don't say that. It scared me to hear him say it. And he realized he, he's, it was a stupid thing to say. Have you ever said stuff like that to the Lord? Just something stupid. You may have thought you were cool at the time you said it or sounded cool. But the Lord made you eat those words. Maybe that's just me that happened to. But that's happened to me. Now, I'm not getting into all that, but we'll be here all night.
But the angel, angel asked him, the angel of the Lord said, what is your name? And he said, Jacob. He said, thy name shall be called no more Jacob, but Israel. For as a prince hast thou power with God, and with men, and hast prevailed. And it took 20 years, long, hard labor, and suffering for Jacob to live down his lying and deceitfulness to his dad, Isaac. Took him a long time to live it down. And he, he did find out one thing in his life, that serving the Lord was valuable. And it was important for him to hold on to God, no matter what come or no matter what goes, it was important for him to hold on to God. And everything in life is not always peaches and cream. Sometimes there's pickles and hot sauce. And we don't like it. But you're talking about 20 years of hard labor to get past several lies. And then he was, the Lord told him to go back to his land, his homeland. And on the way back, he had uh, two companies and a lot of people with him and a lot of possessions and a lot of flocks and herds and things of that nature. But when he realized his brother Esau was coming to meet him, he knew that it was time to get a hold of God. Sometimes in our life, it's just time to get a hold of God. We can coast along for a while, so to speak, sometimes, but sometimes it's desperate like Jacob we got to get a hold of God. The most important thing in your life you ever will do is serve the Lord. The most valuable thing that you will have or have in your life is the Holy Ghost. It's the most valuable treasure. We have this treasure in these earthen vessels. And once he got a hold of the Lord he did not let go He's, the angel tried to squirm away from him but Jacob had finally got a hold of something he knew could move him and change him and change his life and so he didn't let him go he said I will not let you go till you bless me Too many times when we pray, we're too quick to jump up and run on our way. We start feeling the presence of the Lord, and we think, hoop, we got it. And we, we've just scratched the surface. We're just beginning. We're just getting into his presence. But we jump up and we take off. But when we need to realize when we get into his presence, there's fullness of joy. 
Uh, he has all answers. There's no point of running off. <laughs> Think about it. Where are you running to? As Jesus asked them, will you also go away? We're in it. He, they were in his presence. Will you also go away? I've done that before. Jumped up and run off. But did it get me closer to God? <laughs> no, it didn't. But what a privilege we have to talk to the Lord, to the Almighty God, who, who doesn't, he doesn't have to give us the time of day. He doesn't have to even consider us one iota. He doesn't owe us anything. Did you know that? The Lord already paid the price. So he doesn't owe us nothing. But who owes the debt? We are indebted to him for his great price he paid for us. If you, got, if you get a hold of God, let me rephrase that. When you get a hold of God, don't let go. If I could give you anything that made sense tonight in this simple little blessing, don't let go of God. Even if you don't feel his presence, that don't mean he left you. He said he would not leave you. He said, I am with you always, even to the end of the world. He's not going to leave you. Matthew 28, 20. But you do have the privilege. I don't like the word privilege in that. But you do have the opportunity to walk away anytime you want to. He will let you. Many people think that once they're saved, they're always saved. Anybody ever heard that statement? Once saved, always saved. That's not the truth. That's false. Because you can walk away from God anytime you want to. If He, he will not transgress your will. He will not force me to serve him. He'll not force me to pray. If I don't want to pray, it's me. But he said, Isaiah 41.10, Fear thou not, for I am with thee. For I am God and will strengthen thee. He said, Yea, I will help thee. God will help us. The world will not help us. But the Lord will help us. He said, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart, all ye that hope in the Lord. Once you get a hold of him, don't let go. For he has said, I will never leave thee, nor forsake thee. Hebrews 13.5 He's not going to leave you.
there's any leaving, it'll be you or it'll be me. But God don't walk away from people. But he doesn't force you to serve him. And he doesn't force you to hold on. As Brother Miracle said not long ago, he threw his, that little black towel he had, and he threw it down. He said, throwing the towel in, something about throwing the towel in. Don't throw the towel in. Don't quit. You say, I don't feel him. You may not feel him for a while. Don't be scared. That's where walking by faith is all about. If you don't learn to walk by faith, you'll be you'll be afraid all the time because you're not going to feel the presence of God all the time. He said, "Now I will give them unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand." Nobody can pluck you out of Christ's hand. I'm going to go to another scripture that goes with that. In John 10, he said, verse 28, And I will give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. My Father, which gave them me, is greater than all. And no man is able to pluck them out of my father's hand. Then he said, I and my father are one. Nobody can pluck you out of Christ's hand. Nobody can pluck, pluck you out of the father's hand. And he said, I and my father are one. My mother said to me one time that that was, it said, I and my father are as one. But I'm sorry, it don't say that. It says I and my father are one. Whatever you do in your life, don't let go of, of the Lord. Because he's never forsaken us. He's never given up on us. It would be untelling where I would be tonight if he had given up on me. Given up. But his mercy and his compassions are renewed every morning. I'm thankful for the mercy of God for he has been greatly merciful to me. Let's all stand. Thank you, Brother Mays. Good word, good word. And I feel like you you chose right in between the two messages because this one flowed right along with what Pastor's been ministering. It was just a few a few messages ago that he preached that was it, it, it laid right along with what he said tonight. 
Don't give up. Don't give up. Be like the one brother said. He said, I threw in the towel. He said, I was done. I was tired. I was frustrated. I was put out. I was done. I threw the towel in. He said, God threw it back and says, don't give up. You're almost there. Don't give up. You're just about there. Amen. All right. We took up the offering. I'm usually not in this spot here. Um, We have one service Sunday, 10 o'clock. Uh, spread the word on that one service Sunday we will not have an evening service on Sunday there's no dinner after the service Um, so spread the word on that if someone you normally sit sit beside is not here tonight any other announcements that need to be made we have a yard sale coming up in a week or so a couple of weeks for the school Uh, we're trying to raise a little raise a few funds for the school so there'll be a yard sale here at the church We'll be making more announcements on that. Um, you're still taking donations, I'm assuming. Still taking donations. If you have anything you'd like to donate for the yard sale, you can get with my wife or Sister Leah, and uh, we can get that took care of. All right. You do have any announcements? Okay. All right. Thank you all for coming out tonight. You're dismissed in Jesus' name. We love you.